Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Stay and Screamcast. My name's Hunter, and with me, like always, I have my good friend and co-host, Duff. I made it again. I am so happy you're here, friend. Me too. I, uh... uh sipping on some interesting beer cocktails. Yeah, what are we drinking this week? Um, I, I guess it's just officially called the Triple if we don't want to get into legal trouble. Yeah, that's right. So the old Deathly Hallows, um, we've done the Diagon Alley version of that, which is, um... Topped off with Guinness. Underneath that, we've got the Dragon Scale, mm. and then at the bottom, we've got Strongbow Cider. It's pretty refreshing. I'm pretty oh, happy really refreshing. It. Yeah, a tad sweet, but refreshing. A little sweet. And good. Yeah. I think for you, you need a little bit more Guinness. I, I on do. Top. I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we've been having a great day. We we had tacos. Then we mm. came over to Universal. Shout out to our uh, lovely family over at Border Grill Fresh Mex place to be if you're looking for good tacos right next Amazing. to Universal. Amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we are excited to be back with a, a pretty quick turnaround. You know, we like we said on the last episode, we had a lot going on last week. So you guys just put up your episode on 365. This one's going up on Catacombs. So you're kind of getting a double hitter this week. It's great, right? That's it's great. The best week ever. We, we made a promise to you guys. We're going to put content out. Might be a little a couple days off, but hey, as long as we've got something out for you. So this week, what we are going to be covering is, in the spirit of our stay and scream conversations gathered around, one that I thought of last night, I was like, what have we talked about before while at stay and scream that uh, just tends to come up a lot or every single year? And something that does come up is what houses are deserving of sequels? There's a lot of fan favorite houses. We have seen kind of this being a uh, trend in the last few years. You know, we had the prequel to Dead Exposure with Patient Zero. We had the prequel to Nightingales with mm -hmm. Blood Prey. Um, so, excuse me, Blood Pit. So, prequels, sequels, what house deserves a comeback for us to uh, get a chance to see it again or maybe even see it for the first time? So, without further ado, let's hit the Bartman and get into the topic of this week's episode. Yo, hey, what's happening, dude? I'm a guy with a rep for being rude, terrorizing people wherever I go. It's not intentional, just keeping the flow. Fixing test scores to get the best scores, dropping banana peels all over the floor. I'm the kid that made the thing with CNR. Last name Simpson, first name Bart. I'm here today to introduce the next phase, the next step. All right, so you started first last week. I'm going to go ahead and hop in here. Go for it. You know HHN fans, we're, we're predictable. We love our icons. The Usher. Yeah. Well-loved, uh, well-respected. A lot of us, myself included, our only run-in with The Usher was 25. Mm. Um, he was used back-to-back -back in 19 and then 20, and then he kind of went away, came back for 25th, and we haven't seen him since. I think it's time... For Silver Screams to return. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. There's something about these compilation houses. You know, we the the first um, the first Silver Screams featured like The Thing and The Strangers and Shaun of the Dead. Um, it's really cool when you have like these horror movies that maybe you couldn't do a whole house around, but you want to take a scene from it and feature it. Like the one that comes to mind for me, like I said, Shaun of the Dead, the mm -hmm. bar fight. Um, don't stop me now. That's great. And then you had uh, Army of Darkness, like Pit with Ash fighting mm. uh, the Deadite. There's a lot of stuff you can do in a compilation house like this. What would go in it? I think you're going to have to kind of feature on those like C-tier, like B-tier horror movies. Yeah, you don't want to use like your A-plus stuff because those are getting full houses. But like 
there's so many properties that maybe wouldn't translate to a full house. And I think Silver Screams is the way to bring back the Usher and also give people one of those compilation houses. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, one, again, you're touching on icons. People love to see icons return, especially one that's not getting the FaceTime that someone like Jack does. Yeah. Um, well, one of my wishes for 30 was I really wanted at least the original four icons mm -hmm. to have their own individual house again. Oh, I, I thought that wrote itself. That'd be amazing, yeah. But supposedly the icons house 430 is incredible. We just have to wait and see. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather have one big mega house with all the icons than four, you know, kind of smaller things. Yeah. You know, take or leave it. But, uh, yeah, I think the Usher, giving him another go. The thing is, though, I think you put the Usher in, people are going to want to see him as the icon of the event. Uh, maybe. I feel like if they brought it back, it would be one of those things where, like, he's featured in it, but he's not, like, headlined with yeah. it. It's not like the Usher, it's not Jack Presents or the Usher Presents. I don't know? think you always need the icon to headline. You can, yeah. you can include icons in subtly. Okay. Give them a house, give them a zone, give them something for the year, but not necessarily headline the event. Sure. I don't see a problem with that. We've personally. had lesser icon representation, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lady Luck. Yeah. Lady Luck comes to mind. Sting yeah. That's what they're going to do with the Usher. They're just going to, you guys want the Usher? We're going to shove him in Sting Alley. <laughs> He'll shine a little flashlight at you, and... You know what? I'd probably still actually be there. sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds great. Let's go for it. Stop making out. Like... <laughs> 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 well, so, what's uh, number one for you? Yeah, uh, so this is kind of a shout-out to my co-host, Mike, and his favorite house of all time. Oh. That's Saws and Steam Into the Machine from HHN 21. Lots of Saws and Steam love. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like it. I don't love it, but it seems to come up on these lists a lot. Yeah. Um, so for this one, there's, there's a particular reason. So if you don't know about Saws and Steam, it's basically you're going into... Um, this like utopia yeah that's like your dreams will come true uh, everything's gonna come right for you here and, and you basically are raised there until you're 30 and then you're slaughtered and harvested for the water in your body yeah it's basically it's kind of like a little bit of like that Bioshock influence yeah. like that going into Rapture yeah, or the definitely yeah. and it also has a very similar aesthetic so yeah. you know um, what happens when there's a revolt in this utopia yeah. Which is called the Horizon, I believe, by the way. I didn't mention that. Um, so I, I want to experience this when people realize everyone starts to figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. And they revolt against it. That's good stuff. I like that. I so like that. This is actually one that I'm choosing because I want to see an actual continuation of the story rather than I just want to see this property again, which... I, one of these later is kind of going to be that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I totally get that. You have me thinking, though, because I just brought up, like, the Bioshock thing. What if you did, like, a rip from the silver screen, but it was based on video game properties? Mm. Like, kind of doing, like, a compilation house. I like that. With that, I mean, you could do, I don't know, you could do a little bit of Bioshock, a little bit of Last of Us. Do we like, need a new, like, icon called the streamer or something? <laughs> it's just, uh... I don't he's know got what. like he's got like the cat ear headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say next to HHN icon is Belle Delphine. <laughs> <laughs> like you can uh, the mixed strength that year is actually uh, bath water. Like <laughs> you just walk up and uh, you ask for the bath water. So <laughs> some game fuel cocktail. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It is uh, Mountain Dew orange game fuel. Um, it's also where you can get Mountain Dew voltage and uh, whiteout. So for those of you looking out, just uh, make sure to come in HHN. 2035 for <laughs> for the streamer. 
Okay, so number two for me is one that I brought up, and this one is going to be a sequel, like you just said, from uh, Saws and Steam. This is one that I feel like, I think it was last year that it circulated a lot. I think Leave It to Cleaver. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Leave It to Cleaver, actually, I believe that was this year, because that was the Carrie-like yes. rumor was where this yep. was coming from. And, like, by all intents and purposes, uh, I believe... HN Nightmares has this listed as um, Scary Ohio mm -hmm. on their, their speculation map. And uh, it's pretty funny because we're like right on the other yeah. side of the MIB tent. So it's it's literally sitting there. We'll report back if we break in. <laughs> um, but yeah, Leave It to Cleaver's got to be featured if you're doing a carry house. But I think there is more that they could do to carry on that story. And like that was very set in that kind of like 1950s like nice town aesthetic you know leave it to beaver leave it to cleaver yep. um i would kind of dig seeing a maybe the next decade or even like the 70s okay. or something like that like i'd love to see basically like vamp it do do hippies versus leave it to cleaver uh, i know that's <laughs> 60s instead of 70s it's like or, a woodstock version yeah yeah, yeah. i want to see the leave it to cleaver mascot but with like make it the 80s he's like in full hair metal garb <laughs> like uh live wire by motley Cruz playing like give give me leave it to cleaver through the decades is what i'm asking for that's yes or you know what do pita versus leave it to cleaver maybe it's a pita plot hmm you like that i don't i don't hate that yeah i don't hate that yeah, yeah, yeah and by that the house is literally just putting you in a van and making you watch animal brutality footage for like 45 <laughs> minutes and then they'll give you a dollar at the end it's incredible shout out to you warp tour um but yeah, seriously though, all things considered, there's so many different directions that you could take Leave It to Cleaver. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just kicking it forward a, a decade or two decades or even three decades would be pretty cool. It's the most effective way to do it, I'd say. Yeah. And one of my favorite like original characters in HHN lore. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't oppose this at all. Cool. Especially if it's like 80s and... You just have like warrant kicking in the background of the yeah, house, yeah, yeah, or something. Just like cherry pie, yeah. if someone's getting Blasting. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heaven isn't too far. <laughs> yeah, like just go for it. <laughs> All right, so uh, my second house, not much of a surprise if you listen to HHN three six five. I'm gonna go Slaughter Cinema. Uh -huh. So Slaughter Cinema is something we don't need a direct sequel to. Sure, it would. I think it would be more of you're taking the whole drive in. You're going through these fake B-movies that the creators have created. Yeah. And um, I think it would be cool if there is a mixture of some sequels of the movies we already saw and some new ones. Okay. Um, I just love the concept. Yeah. I think the cheesiness comes off really well. Yeah. Um, I, do, I do worry that it wouldn't hit as well a second time because I think it had to be perfectly done. It was lightning in a bottle yeah. the first time. I think around. cheesiness is something that if you don't hit it right, it's just actually lame so almost what i was thinking of was uh i've actually kind of thought about what i would do with slaughter cinema mm -hmm. if you were to bring it back so this is a little goofy but hear me out slaughter cinema is already a little goofy so let's say i don't know if we want to tie it into our icons let's say like the director or somebody he's got this magical film projector and basically what happens is all the creations from the original slaughter cinema are let loose on the town oh. of carrie so basically all these creatures are terrifying an actual town from the selection of movies. You've got, think like the ending of Cabin in the Woods, but with the Slaughter Cinema characters in an actual town. Oh. 
You didn't have to one up me like that, man. Jeez. I'm just saying it's a little wild, but I I thought about no, this I a like few that. times. I like that a lot, actually. I'm like so bring back those characters that people have such a fondness for. Like, bring back the Hayak guy and just, like, <laughs> have him, like, chopping somebody's head off or something like that, you know? Like, really get wacky with it. I'm down for this. Okay. I like this. Thank you. You improved my selection. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, maybe you can do that for mine, because my next one is, I'm a big fan of the mashup houses. I think those are a lot of fun. So this is kind of a sequel to one versus a return of another. So, the last time we saw the Body Collectors was a mashup. It was Shady Brook going into uh, Shady Brook featuring the Body Collectors. What if we did Gothic versus the Body Collectors? Like, you have the Body Collectors coming in and they're like terrorizing this place of worship, and the gargoyles are protecting Whoa. the people against that. Okay. So, it's almost like this gang war between these like two creatures that are basically I mean you've got stone gargoyles versus these um, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer like ripoff <laughs> characters but like the gentlemen but like it's I think there's so much mashup potential there and there was even I think during 27 there was a gothic like mashup rumor I think it was like catacomb slash gothic or, and that ended up becoming the fallen Yeah. Um, but I think anytime you do the body collectors awesome but versus like gargoyles and you know that, being like not those 90s kids but like growing up with like the gargoyles yeah. animated series yeah. and that sort of thing i think you could have some fun there i can't one up you this time i'm sorry no no no, no help that's great i love that put the body Just collectors in a church yes like, is what i'm asking like i want to see the pope getting his fucking spine ripped oh out. like yeah like really get wild with it yes please. with music by ghost i think you just that, really that, i mean that really hammers at home i think yeah yeah, I think people keep asking for a ghost house. I think Ghost is one of those bands where you could do music by, and it would be like an attraction for people. You Damn. know. Well, that's better than anything I got, but I, I guess I'll try to follow you up here. Okay. Um, and of course, I ended off on a a lower note in the fact that earlier I said I wanted to continue Saws in the Steam to actually follow through and see where the story goes. Slaughter Cinema, I wanted to see a different take on. Yeah. This one is I just loved this house. I don't know what the hell you do with it. Yeah. You don't need to continue the story, uh, but it's one of my favorite originals ever, and that's Dollhouse of the Damned. I was gonna say Depths of Fear, but oh, yes. yeah, yes, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. all-time favorite. <laughs> um, seriously though, no, I, I love Dollhouse of the Damned. I love the aesthetic. I'm I'm super into that like creepy dolls thing because they're actually creepy and they, they scare really get the shit skin. out of me. Yeah, um, it smelled like shit. Yeah, like it, literal it, shit. Yeah. It's a legitimately like creepy house yeah. like there was not one time I walked through that house and didn't like feel it you know in your skin you're just it's like, one Ooh. of those that stick with you yes like when yes. you're getting in your car at 2 o'clock and you're driving back to your house and you're still thinking about it yes and you're like oh god I hate this exactly yeah it's, it's one of those houses that unnerves you every single time whereas like there have been houses that if they're scarier or creepier but after a couple walkthroughs it's like alright I don't care going in it's just, just fun yeah. every single time I went through that house it was like oh my yeah I'm disturbed porcelain dolls really do it for people I think like if you're going to do something like that really double down on like the ventriloquist dummy mm. like side of it I think like that still fits dollhouse of the damned but like tapping into a totally I mean it sounds like this year we're going to get a similar mannequin theater yes. yeah um but still, not the same to me. It, it's the dolls that really, really do it for me. Yeah. Um, and then, like, babies. Like, you know, there's... 
<laughs> Terrifying. Kid, kids and babies in any kind of horror situation are the scariest fucking thing. You just absolutely hate Damien hate. from The Omen? Yes, like, correct. It just gets under your my skin? My biggest fear is one day when I have a child, they will walk into my bedroom and just be staring at me through the doorway. <laughs> and you just see their eyes, like, lighting up a little bit. I smell like beef. <laughs> <laughs> but then you've got a... Uh... Did you see that tweet the other day that was like precious moments figurines or just Funko Pops for the elderly? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking about. Do that. Do precious moments featuring Dollhouse of the Damned or Dollhouse of the Damned featuring precious moments. And uh, get a house presented by Hallmark. <laughs> at the end, you're given a little Christmas ornament just to hang up. <laughs> It's just like some fucked up porcelain doll, and I'm just like creating holiday memories by Hallmark. Just make sure to stay. They give you like a little pamphlet. Here's like here's our forty six thousand days of Christmas like special. Um, but yeah, I did not see that tweet, but I love it. Yeah, it's pretty That's great, so right? <laughs> now I can't make fun of my grandma anymore. I know. <laughs> Funko Pops for the elderly. Um, well, here, you know what? I'll chime in with one. Um, I think this one's kind of like a mutual one, and is a pretty good place to end on. And you know exactly where I'm going with this, because it was rumored heavily this year. Mm-hmm. I think that was also di- tied to, like, the Carrie stuff, and that was uh, Scarecrow the Reaping. Yep. What the sequel is, I think this is one that does work in the concept of a mashup more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like the original story of Scarecrow while kind of light and didn't translate a lot, I really like the backstory as far as this is the Depression Era farms, they've ruined the lands, and now the Scarecrows are pissed and are coming back. Mm. So where do you go from there? I think that time period is what works perfect for the Scarecrow uh, property. I don't think bringing Scarecrow into like the modern age is like... You're not going to do Scarecrow the Reaping no. with like neon 80s font or something like that. But... Um, where do you go from that? I think a mashup is the place. Mm. I just don't entirely know what that would be. Yeah, no, I think that's something people have said from the beginning about what do we need to see yeah. at this point that we haven't already seen. Yeah. And my answer is, if they made it and it looked different and it was still just as scary and badass, would you really care? Yeah. At the end of the day, would You're- you be like, well... The story wasn't a great continuation, or would you be like, damn, that was a fun house? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is going to be one of those things where, like, I think for this, this is the example of one where going further back in time is probably the, yeah. the answer. Yeah. I know it's kind of, like, sensitive as far as depictions and everything like that, but maybe do, uh, maybe do like, not prehistoric America, but, like, colonial time period America. Mm. Like, almost like your Roanoke, yeah. like, yeah. maybe a couple years removed from that. And do that like it's a, I know it's stereotypical, but like a Native American like cursed land or mm. something like that. And these scarecrows are mad that they've so they've basically claimed a nice this origin land. story for scarecrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. You've got a you've got a buffalo like puppet that's just like goring people. <laughs> you know, like just really go all out for it. Okay, here's here's the idea: Teddy Roosevelt versus the scarecrows. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Abraham Lincoln got a great horror movie. Abraham Lincoln and Teddy Roosevelt versus the Scarecrows. Everyone that was like, Scarecrow's so fucking scary, and now they just go full comedy with it. I think people would be pissed. I think they would, too. Pissed. And that's why they should do it. (laughs) I'd enjoy it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're right. They've got to do... Scarecrow kind of has a reputation for being arguably the most scary HHN house of the last 
five years. Yeah. Um, purely from a scare standpoint and not counting being disorienting. Going back further than that, I don't know how many scarier houses I've ever encountered. Every time I walked through Scarecrow, it was like legit knees started to buckle a little bit yeah. and like palms there, were sweaty. There were certain corners you turned and you were like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh fuck. One of my favorite stories about is going through Scarecrow, and this was like my third time through, and I kind of knew the scare actor placement, and it was in the room that had like all the animal pelts yeah. hanging like in the farmhouse, and I walked past him, and I made like eye contact out of the corner of my eye, and I guess the scare actor noticed this, because he waited for me to leave by, and then reached as far ahead as he could, and like swiped directly in front of my face as I was walking, and um, I'm pretty sure I shit my pants, <laughs> and, like, like it really got me. But, like, Scarecrow is one of those, like, if you're going to bring it back, you have to do it right. Yeah, it it has to be just as intense. So Teddy Roosevelt versus Correct, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, I think you could squeak Teddy Roosevelt into that, right? Why not? You, you could put him in there yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, serious question. What about the Nightingales versus, like, Scarecrow? Like, the Nightingales from, like, World War One era? Oh. I don't know how you would get those two to no. fight each other, but, like... I, mean, I don't know. Say like World War II, like the farms of France yeah, or something like that. Yeah, they went through the farms. Yeah, yeah, so. like Normandy and that sort of thing. So we got a lot of cursed scarecrows around the world. So <laughs> that's how this works now. Scarecrows are uh, a globalist population. Okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. What if it was run but with scarecrows? <laughs> <laughs> the American scarecrows just have like American flag, like bandanas. Still of the night, they bring that back by White Snake. <laughs> French ones just got the mustaches going on. <laughs> His trigger is just, wee-wee! <laughs> <laughs> Smacks you with a baguette. Yeah. Canada pops out, and he's just like, free healthcare! <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think that is going to bring us to the end of another Stay and Scream podcast. But before we do that, let's go ahead and pick our Stay and Scream house of the week. So, we are right next to the MIB tent again. Oh. What are we picking? I'm going to let you pick I mean, this time. If you go back to just last year, House of a Thousand Corpses was a safe bet for me. It really was. It was uh, It was one that we hit a ton. Didn't we do that on the first episode, though? House of a Thousand Corpses? Didn't we? I, I feel like we did. I don't know. But I don't just keep in, track of this. I'm kind of drunk. Um, <laughs> so let's see. MIB 10 over the last few years. So this week's Stay and Scream House of the Week is actually going to be because we are. We're kind of in the Diagon Alley holding area right outside of Bill and yeah. Ted. We grabbed our drinks from Diagon Alley. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Uh, we're in the U-Rest area right next to Fear Factor right now. So uh, by default, we're going to go ahead and toss that over to the greatest Stay and Scream location of all time. <laughs> Lunatics Playground 3D, Chance in Hell. All right, good show. Good night. I really enjoyed that, man. I'm, I'm glad we talked about yeah. that one. Um Woof. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, one of the worst houses I've ever been through. It's it's my worst house I've been through. And it's the only house that location's ever had for a stay and scream, so... Yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. It's, worst uh, stay and scream location ever is Diagon Alley, officially. They don't all have to be... Uh, they don't all have to be winners. They just have to be <laughs> there. But, uh, yeah. I was trying to think if we had a stay and scream story of the week, but um, I think when talking about this location... My stay and scream story of the week is uh, I don't have one. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm sure I did um, at some point. Lunatics Playground, and it was terrible. That's my story. I think that's the house I've done the least 
I actually did it quite a bit because it didn't typically have long weights. Yeah. And the facade was like one that at least drew you in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I want to give it another shot. I just yeah, want to exactly. try. Yeah, You're like, I want to try. Give I want to like it. Yeah. And I never liked it. Hit me, baby, one more time. Okay, so let's go ahead and do some house cleaning and get out of here. I forgot to mention it last week, but we do like to thank our drink patrons. Um, because we put these episodes out so close back to back, no one had a chance to participate this week. But if you're feeling generous, this is completely optional. Um, feel free to buy us a drink and join us for a drink for the next time you listen to the Stay and Scream podcast. You can do that by Venmoing me directly. You can do that at said something. That said something, like something, just without the G at the end. That money goes directly into uh, just us coming here and having a drink and chatting for you guys. Um, if you want to keep up with me, the best place to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at Honbrolo77. As well, you can find me, as always, on Grim Grinning House and the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Night podcast. And you can find myself and HHN365. We are one entity. I don't do personal shit. Um, Twitter and Instagram at HHN365. Perfect. So, thank you so much for listening to the Stay and Screamcast, Stay and Scream Podcast, whatever we're calling it this time. Screamcast. 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 Yeah. But... Like we always say, thank you for screaming with us. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> 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 <laughs>